0: hi y'all welcome back to live and transparent today's episode is going to be a little different because we're going to be reading the life Life book (laughs) yeah we got a little behind but now we're going to go over this uh this book is about the uh book of mark yes so basically what we're going to be doing we're going to like explain things that stood out to us and like just further go into detail and just talk about it so yeah this is the like the first part of the bible as in like genesis and like Adam and Eve and all the sin and the the very, very beginning. Uh And it's uh, basically, like Melanie said, retelling the first part of a Bible, the story of God and people, how everything came to be. And the first page is labeled God Speaks and Everything Appears. Mm -hmm. And what I like, every time uh, we... This is a story that is heard, you know, like when God creates everything. And I just think it's amazing how with God's voice... Everything appeared and that just shows the power of God. Yeah, and uh this this first part it it's talking about how God created the entire universe and how he didn't have to do anything for us, but he still did it. And I wrote I was like how amazing is his grace and his mercy towards us that he like he made it for us. (laughs) He thought about us, yeah. And uh that's just I love that too. But I was reading that and I was like they chose. Yeah, he chose to make every single one of us. Yeah. And then I also love the part, uh, he always was and always will be, you know. Uh, and it basically, before that, it asks, so who made God? Uh, and then it's no one. The Bible says he always was and always will be. Like, done. That's <laughs> it, you know. And, and I think that's a question that people, non believers especially, like, well, who made God? How do you know he's real? Here you go. He always was and always will be. Love that. Like, I was like, yep, God, you're so powerful. It just goes back to the amazing power of God. And then uh, that's basically in Genesis chapter one, you know, where um, everything comes to be. And then Genesis chapter two, it still explains how good God is. You know, everything is good. Uh, He makes everything perfect. And it's all going good. And he even makes a man in uh, the very first man Adam and the very first woman uh, Eve and Adam basic um, Eve came out of Adam's <laughs> rave which I wouldn't like you know amazing how God works in like many different ways um fun fact did you know that Eve's name Eve didn't get her name until after the sin did you know it no I did not know that. <laughs> God called them mankind that's how she called them. Did you know that? <laughs> no, I did not know that. Until I think it's chapter five. It's when um, Adam gave Eve her name of Eve. Ah. Because right. it was after the scene, after they realized or whatever. Yeah, I learned something new. But, uh, you know, Adam and Eve were made in the perfect image of God. And then uh, love. I also highlighted this. Uh, he created us with the ability to love and laugh, hope and dream, create and invent. Like God created us for, God created us to live in his purpose and in his glory and in his righteousness. And God is so caring and loving, like you just see that since the very beginning. I just think that's something that's like refreshing, (laughs) (laughs) refreshing. I'm like, oh, thank you, God. He was so good that he he basically just. Made them and then he was like, "You have this whole place to yourself." Yes, like, like all the trees. I imagine all the exotic fruits. I like, yeah, I'm kind of green. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just imagine everything so green and just like so fresh. You know, like when you're like I guess in the beach and you're just like, I grew that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm like yeah. <laughs> I to myself and I was like ah, No school, no stress. <laughs> Man. Uh but and then it says, um, God offered them everything of himself and his creation except for the fruit of one tree. And that is interesting because uh this is like a major key point because this is where everything flips and everything changes. And then um we go on, and this is based on chap- Genesis chapter 3. And this is where they encounter the enemy. More specifically, Eve encounters the enemy. So like we mentioned, you know, God offered everything to Adam and Eve. He was like, you can have everything from here except for that one tree. They Like, I, I, when I think about that, it's like when you tell little kid, okay, don't touch it. The first yeah. thing you want to do is like, you want to touch, <laughs> touch it. it. Yeah. So that's how, you know, like I, I used imagine. Jacob like like Eve like if I would have been Eve, I wouldn't have eaten him. But like I don't know it. <laughs> I think we would have yeah. I can we talked about this in Bible study uh-huh. that if we were all put in that uh position of that Eve was put in, I think we would have all like yeah. done what she did. Um and then uh, the here comes the uh, the enemy is presented as a serpent in this case. And he um do you want to explain that? Because you had really good points. No. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, God told Adam to not take from the tree. Actually, Let me get my notes real quick. So, God told him to not touch it, to not go near it, to not eat it, to do nothing with it. So, Adam went and told Eve, but Adam kind of, to make it easier or to just kind of shorten it, he was like, just don't eat from it or you'll die or whatever, you know? So, Eve kind of got that understanding from adam but not from god so at that moment eve became vulnerable for the attack of the enemy you know Mm -hmm. so the enemy attacked um eve because she was more vulnerable she had she didn't have the full understanding that adam had so adam didn't um he did a poor job in relate our yeah relating the message of god to his partner yeah eve And i think that's something that can even be seen nowadays is um and our pastor even mentions this like don't let people tell you but read the bible and, and like have that genuine connection and relationship with god but uh going back to what melanie said satan told eve god was keeping the fruit of the tree from them because he didn't want them adam and eve to be like god which was the biggest lie you know like that wasn't it at all god was like don't eat from there because that will bring sin into the world and you know uh, the lies of the enemy entered Eve's mind and uh, we were talking about it and I was like I was reflecting it back to what we said in the episode of uh, your identity of feeding the lies and in this case uh, Eve was entertaining and feeding onto the lies that the enemy was giving to her she was like oh He's probably right. Let me just take one bite. And it's crazy that that one bite changed the entire world. The entire the world. The entire, everything, the Everyone. story of humanity was flipped and it was changed because of that one bite of the app. And it's because the enemy is so smart. Like she worked with Eve's, um, because I read somewhere that it, um, it's not for sure or they don't know how they communicated, but it was possible that they communicated through their thoughts. Because he was so smart that he would, like, yeah. um, I saw a Bible, a uh, Bible, I saw a video, <laughs> and it's, like, the Bible, but, like, in a play. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you've seen it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was in Spanish, and it was, like, the serpent was, like, calling Eve, and he was, like, come here. <laughs> but it's, I... It's true what you said. The enemy knows how to attack you and he knows your weak point. Uh-huh, the weak point. So you gotta, like, uh, we've been mentioning in other episodes, put that barrier Mm -hmm. because, like, Eve got, uh, this, sorry, the enemy got a hold of Eve and everything changed because of that one bite. And, um, so now the curse enters the perfect world that God had initially created because of what Adam and Eve did, you know, and uh it was now and this when i read this i was like oh my goodness and it's basically kind of what i said but it says uh the perfect world was now infected with the curse of sin sin has a capacity to infect our lives you know it has a capacity sin like we've uh, been saying if you let it and if you let the lives of the enemy they can drag you down they can like you know totally shift the purpose that god intended for your life and after that adam and eve were kicked out of the perfect garden imagine getting kicked out by god yeah he was like nope you messed up like i told you like god was like and this is this goes back to what we've been saying a few episodes like obedience Obedience. disobedience been seen since the very start you know like god was like specific about it. he was like don't like don't touch that don't eat from that fruit and that's what they did they ate from it and disobedience and the curse and sin enters and fills humanity and going back to what you said that if you let it if you let sin in your life like just a little bit like that's crazy and eve's first mistake was continue continuing the conversation with the enemy yeah like you like i don't know if i would have been eve i would be like who are you like why are you talking to me like yeah you're not god she kept, but uh sorry uh I had also read in this book that Adam and Eve didn't necessarily know have that encounterment and that experience with God as we do because we have the story of Jesus and we have the Bible and they didn't because and I thought about that like made me think and I was like I guess I had never thought about it that way and I was like oh that's so true because they were the first like humans ever so they were like you know it was like Everything was neat. Yeah. And they didn't really have, I guess, you could say maybe, I, I don't think they really had a backstory, you know? Mm-hmm. And we do, like, we can look at the Bible, we can, like, and even in our own personal lives, you know, we're like, so I, I have not ever seen it that way. But, yeah, so they were kicked out, and that close relationship that they once had with when God disappeared. disappeared. That's crazy. Yes. Like, huh. That's crazy. And um you know how it says wh- was it? Oh dust it was something about dust that like you were dusting, dust and dust will be. Oh alive. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um I hadn't thought about it, but that means like that's when death became a thing. Yeah, well, yeah. The- yes. Oh <laughs> my god. Oh my goodness. No, but yeah, that's true what Melanie said, like um, that's when pain was introduced. It's Everything. Yeah, because it was perfect. Like, there was nothing before like that. You know, it was just perfect. Right, yeah. perfect. My grandpa would always joke around. she would, would be like, Oh, if it wasn't for Adam and Eve, I would have been sitting in the garden, eating all unlimited apples, not working, doing <laughs> nothing. But that, but it was um God's plan to allow Satan to tempt Eve in that way, you know? yeah. In a way, Mm -hmm. I guess. Because even, well, this is kind of getting ahead. Like, you just see stories in the Bible where, uh, uh, like, Satan tries to, like, tempt you. But that's where you gotta, like, be like, no. You know? Yeah. And uh, so, going, moving uh, ahead, the curse lives. Uh, It says, uh, humans infected by the curse chose evil and rejected. Rejected God. I highlighted that because I was like, oh, I was like, that's true because we choose evil, and just like that, choosing, but like, that's totally not. I'm sorry, <laughs> I got ahead of myself. I what I meant to say was that, yeah, we can choose evil just like Adam and Eve did, but if you have the choice to choose evil, then you also have the choice to choose is good. Yeah, it's your like cho- choice, yeah, and it's like, okay who am I gonna listen to in this case you know like am I gonna listen to what God has for me or like the lies of the enemy and uh God just has good intentions you know so you gotta choose the good intentions that God has for you you know the like going back to that God's intention was the perfect garden you know and giving us everything but we chose the bad intentions and we chose to listen to the lies of the enemy. So now, uh, page twelve. If you're following along, <laughs> the do-over. So I think that's crazy because, like, God was like, you know, there's so much sin. Like, it. He was like, easy enough. Yeah, then- so like a restart. I <laughs> love <laughs> me when my computer's not loading. Best restart. <laughs> shut off. Like turn off. Like do it again. And like, that's crazy. And that's crazy that God was like, you know what? Like God Himself, He was like, okay sin into the world this is enough like like it has to stop you know and so uh he chose a man named noah to build a huge boat this is a story that i think is also very known uh yeah because noah took his family and a pair of each type of animal and they were uh, in the Bible, and I remember reading this when I was little, like, Noah was, like, when he was doing this, people would make fun of him, they'd be like, no, you're crazy, it's never gonna, like, you know, that's never gonna happen, and then they, like, it gets flooded, and everyone dies, except Noah and his family, and the animals that were in the ark, and, uh, this is, like, the, the start, like, a new starting point, you can say, you know, God was, like, okay, let's, like, wipe all of that like out and let's try to like start over that way sin won't continue but it s- did. sin was still <laughs> yeah like sin was still a part of humanity mm-hmm. and uh like i highlighted this too the flood didn't break the curse sin and rebellion against god began again like oh that's crazy like god was like the first time with adam and eve and then sin entered because they took a bite from the apple. And then God's like, okay, wait, let's restart everything all over again, you know. Uh, and then Noah uh, builds the ark. And then, again, sin is introduced. Like That's crazy. And it's just also, like you said, it shows uh, the lies of the enemy. Like, if you let him, like, entertain and enter, then it's going to keep, like, you know, poking at you. That's crazy. Imagine how God felt after the first time I like i'd be like because okay, he's the first one like it still hurts but i'll give him another chance and then imagine again yeah that's crazy i know right that is crazy so uh then it was through abraham that god promised him the father to be the father of a new nation and i think we went over this story in one of our episodes i don't necessarily remember about building like the altars is in the building of the altar oh yeah of isaac and basically Abraham was promised to be the father of a new nation because he believed God and he offered um he listened to God when God told him to offer Isaac his one and only uh his son as a sacrifice. So the promise began to be fulfilled through this. You know, like through Abraham. And um so it was Abraham and then Isaac and then Jacob and Joseph. So that's like the lineage. Mm-hmm we've Jesus. been yeah we've been learning this and I was I just love when I like actually like read everything and everything comes together I'm like <laughs> sense. everything makes sense yes yeah. I'm like oh my goodness this is amazing so uh, then uh, I think we mentioned a little bit about Jacob too but I'll talk a little bit about him because I really like his um, story I think it's pretty interesting his brother sold him uh <laughs> the Egyptians <laughs> but then he saved uh, egypt because uh, he was able to interpret dreams and he knew that famine was going to happen and prosperity and he was able to be that asset to help move into the further promise that god had and now we go to uh the topic of slavery and uh for about 400 years god's people lived as egypt as slaves in egypt And we mentioned, (laughs) yeah, we're like, we talked about this too, where, um, God, um, he appoints a leader, Moses, you know, and Moses was anointed by God. And he was like, okay, I'm going to anoint you to help lead my people. Yeah, that's crazy. And, um, it's interesting because, uh, God spoke to Moses through a burning bush, you know, and he asked, um... Actually, oh, no, that's the next part. I was, I was going to get ahead. But, yeah, he asked Moses, like, okay, I need you to, like, you know, truly listen to what I'm telling you to help uh, save my people. And God is still concerned about his, his people, people, even after sin, even after disobedience. God is still looking after his people. That's the um the abundance of his love and grace. And then this is when they were, like, when they were out of Egypt, they were like, where did you take us out? We could have been so much better back yeah. there. Like that's crazy. I know where I read this. That um, I think it was in. Oh, was it here? I don't remember. I don't know. I'm the, I read a lot. Uh, but it was like that. They were saying we like the onions <laughs> and like the, the garlic. <laughs> <food. laughs> I don't know. But they were like, they not even complain about that. Like God just wants to save us. And we're complaining. Oh, that's crazy. But then, uh, passing over, uh, here, uh, uh, Mos- God told Moses to tell Pharaoh, okay, like let my people, God's people free. And Pharaoh was like, no, I don't, I don't want to, you know, like, no, and then uh god starts sending uh plagues Um uh, and here we see one and this is the last plague that uh god had sent to the egyptians and it was the death of the firstborn son from every family and even then god all and i highlighted this it's um in the book and it uh, says god always seems to provide a way to be saved from terrible consequences which gives me so much peace you know it's like thank you god for always helping me in every single situation of my life yeah because we god allows us to suffer the consequences of our sins but he is he's so good he's so good that he provides a salvation from sins from our ultimate consequences yes he does he really does he's um god liberates us even from light all the time and then going um forward continuing with the like starting of the bible um all of god's people were saved and this is i think this is one of my favorite um stories where god parted the sea and his people crossed over to freedom (laughs) like i I can't imagine like, you know, like God, like they were the his people were walking in the sea split and there was a way made for them. And I just like see that kind of in my life, like when like God makes ways in my life. And I imagine like him parting like a sea and me walking forward into God's plan that he has for my life. And that's one of my favorite stories, because I'm like, thank you, God, you know, for always providing a way and just like loving me so much. And then now we're introduced to the ten laws, the Ten Commandments, you can say. they're known as the Ten Commandments. And uh, God gave Moses 10 laws designed to help the people get along with each other and relate to their creator. Um, and then well the 10 laws, and you probably guys you guys probably know them, but even after God gave them the Ten Commandments, after they were, God was like, "This is what you have to do." They were like nah, we're good and they did their own thing and they were like worshiping other gods and other mm-hmm. things you like, every time i read it i'll be like oh my god like he <laughs> i know he gave you a step by step and you guys still chose to do other things and i feel like we had to do that too yeah <laughs> we literally have the whole bible yeah we have even more steps in them and we still do it we, yeah we have the whole like Life <laughs> even the, i know even the ten commandments couldn't get rid of the world of the curse in the world yeah that's crazy and um we went uh we recently read the story in church too and it was like moses was uh up in mount sinai and he comes down and he sees the people like worshiping other idols like as like i put myself in like moses and i'm like oh he must have been so frustrated too you know like like, oh, my gosh, like, I did, the process, like, you know, like and then still, like, uh, the curse of sin, it, it it's just bounds. it's, it, 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 um, it takes a grasp, you know, and then continuing with the blood payment, um, so blood is a source of life, you know, and God's plan for payment involved the spilling of blood, and, um, I guess I never really thought about that, you know, like, I uh, often, like, in the Bible, so many sacrifices, mm-hmm. especially in the Old Testament, sacrifice of an animal, sacrifice of, like, you know, uh purified animals, and I guess I was, like, boy, yeah, it's sacrifice, but I guess I never really understood that it was the blood. Yeah, me either, until I read the Yeah, yeah right. I was, like, oh, that makes sense, that makes mm-hmm. sense, you know, and, uh here i highlighted animals would provide temporary cover from god's punishment of the sin in the old testament right mm-hmm. and um so even then the animals blood wasn't enough to cover sin and like you know uh and moving on to the promise uh in the old testament it was prophesized of a messiah that would come and uh he this the messiah jesus would come and break the curse once and for all (laughs) yep so the promise is jesus yeah so this is when uh he would come and he would ultimately fix the broken relationship between mankind and god between humans and god that's crazy and uh i also love that it says um he would also be the final sacrifice jesus is enough that you know no more animal sacrifices are needed to take place because jesus took place of that and he is enough that he covers for our sins like in the in the like we just read sin was like we were bound to sin and there wasn't enough you know there was a do-over there was ten commandments there was animal sacrifices but that was not enough to break the curse of sin but then it's prophesized no there's gonna be a messiah that's going to come and that's going to be the final sacrifice his blood is paying the final penalty for sin (laughs) yes it's so powerful It, it is and so then in we jump to acts 2 when jesus jesus appears on the scene as the eternal son of god to break the curse of sin to finally and once for all, break the curse of sin. And his own people rejected him after all that. <laughs> oh my goodness. I know, I read that, I was like, Wait, why? I know, that's but crazy. It's, yeah. But we have to understand that he died in the place for sin, for our sin. Mm-hmm. And um, drinking the cup of God's wrath and spilling his own blood as the final sacrifice to break the curse. So it's that's crazy like he was he was the final sacrifice the final like the final thing that to ju- set us free set us i couldn't find the words. <laughs> um uh, and also um uh, because i was reading this last night this specific part that his own people rejected him it made me want to cry and i was like how many times do i reject god in my life and i was like He came, like he sent his one and only son Jesus, to be the final sacrifice, and still, that doesn't seem to be enough for us. But it is enough, you know. Like, should it? it, It's the final sacrifice. It's everything. Like, like it's like we've been saying, like you have everything at your hands, but still, you you don't. We don't want it. And I, like I, I did cry last night reading this, and I was like, God, like, like you're enough and and sometimes like we don't see that you're enough mm-hmm. you know and like it i also like i kind of i guess i related like when someone rejects your word like you feel like uh not wanted like it hurts you you know like when you're like oh well they did it you know uh, i can't imagine what imagine Jesus is no like like jesus like he was rejected like he came to save his people and his people were like no Mm-mm, you're not the real Messiah you're lying Mm-mm, no they, his own people crucified him and uh they mocked him they rejected him I like and I this um reading this like reminded me of a play that uh they did in my church uh and I was like like god like you know like literally like it like God uh Jesus is so like good and it just reminded me of everything and i was like oh, like till this day we keep rejecting him yeah and over it but like uh we just read he is the final sacrifice and the final sacrifice that broke sin and allowed us to restore that relationship with god mm-hmm. so that was the end of this first chapter the next chapter we're actually going to the book of mark for yes Jesus. This was just like an introduction, which I love. Like, it's like it gives you a backstory of how humanity was so tied to sin, how disobedience got a hold of us. But then here comes the final sacrifice, Jesus. And now we're going to read about Jesus's story, you know, and like I just love like how he made that connection and everything. But we will continue this and well, what we're doing is uh basically after every series we're gonna take like you can say a week off to go over this mm-hmm. that way it gives you guys time and it gives us time to distribute books as well mm-hmm. uh because we still have a lot of books so if you guys don't have one like let us know yes let us know uh send us either on instagram a message or if you have our personal like contacts like send us a uh, Message and we'll more than gladly give you a book because this book is like it's really good, it's really good in it. How even like you know, growing up in church, like you're like you realize like everything, and you're like, oh wow, like everything just starts to come together. But yeah, we will be continuing on reading this and just you know, having these Bible talks. Yeah, it was pretty, it's nice to see every it was so simple, but it's still it grasps every little detail that is important to the story it does so it's really it's always really good like reading the bible obviously mm-hmm. and just even like may- maybe you're like oh well i've already i already know the story of jesus like i've already read mark but hey it, there's always so something there's, neat there's is always good. yeah there is so yes thank you so much for listening and uh god bless you guys